Welcome to Third Pod from the Sun, the American Geophysical Union's podcast about the scientists and methods behind the science. I'm Janessa Denko, reporting from the AGU Fall Meeting, where over 20,000 scientists have gathered virtually to share the latest Earth and space science research. Today, we'll hear what it's like to be on the first team to send an underwater robot beneath the ice during Arctic winter. I'm Christian Katlein. I'm a CS physicist at the Alfred Wegener Institute in Bremerhaven in Germany. And I'm working with modern observation technology, for example, underwater robots underneath the sea ice in the Arctic to investigate various sea ice processes. So yeah, I've been I've been traveling to the Arctic uh, for over 15 years. Uh, it basically all started with that my my mom wanted to see polar bears and my dad would wouldn't want to travel with her, so I had to. So the main goal of of these Arovidas was really to for the first time investigate the under ice environment throughout an entire year in the Central Arctic. Kristen was one of the hundreds of researchers to join the largest polar expedition in history. For one year, scientists locked themselves in sea ice and drifted around the Arctic. The expedition just wrapped up this past September. Working there is a really challenging environment. Well, after all, you're you're in the middle of the Arctic and there's there's no way uh, for for a quick rescue. Yeah, getting there with a rescue plane uh, would have taken days and you literally are faster. A rescue of the International Space Station is faster than getting somebody off, off mosaic in the winter. Polar winter in the Arctic is a rough place. There's negative 30 degrees Celsius temperatures, polar bears, no light. So Kristen spent his time sending the ROV out to explore while he was bundled up in a heated tent. The ROV would descend through a hole cut into the sea ice. So the ROV is uh, really just a, almost like a square meter, bo- a cube meter box, uh, which has a yellow belly and a, and a black top and uh, with flotation material and Then there's just a lot of sensors, cameras, light sensors, sonars strapped to it on a 300 meter long orange tether cable. Yeah, we call it the beast. Yeah, there is just a hell lot of sensors on on that vehicle. And yeah, our, our ROV manufacturer asked us if we wanted to drown that vehicle with payload. Lucky for Kristen, beast didn't drown. It was actually really busy. It did 80 dives over the year. It 3D scanned the underside of the ice, it caught zooplankton, it measured the light filtering through the ice. Kind of sounds like Beast was living its best underwater robot life. On their video feed, Kristen said they saw life too, like seals, arctic cod, algae. But mostly what they saw was ice, just miles and miles of ice. The ice has a whitish blue color depending on its structure. Um, it can be really beautiful, like like on glacier fronts. Now in winter with this platelet ice, these are of course tons of glittering crystals that look like, like a snowy forest. Sea ice is a central element of the ecosystem in the Arctic. 
but it's melting away. And it's melting away so fast that researchers can't even get a picture of what a normal Arctic is like before it's gone. That's the, the big challenge about, about understanding the Arctic at the moment is that, yeah, this year we were the first time ever in, in winter with an ROV under the ice. So we are still discovering new things. We don't really know how the system is changing. So it's really important that we now start looking properly that at least in 20 years, we, we know this definitely has changed. <laughs> All right, that's all from Third Pod from the Sun. Thank you, Kristen, for sharing your work with us. You can read more about this research on eos.org and listen to more Third Pod episodes at thirdpodfromthesun.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>